Busy week in golf this week out at the American Express. They've got Brooks and they've got Phil, they've got Reed, but they don't have any John Rahm. On the other side of the world, on the European tour, they've got Rory, they got JT, they got Tommy Ladd, they got Rose, they have Westwood. The stars are out as well this week in the LPGA right here in Orlando. And speaking about going places, we're going to take you home, home to golf. Coming up today on the Fairways of Life Worldwide. Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world. The Fairways of Life show. On air, online, and around the world. With the most candid interviews. Unforgettable stories. Taking you beyond the ropes. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and golf channels, Matt Adams. Yeah, this is the first that everybody is back in action again, including the PGA Tour champions in Hawaii. So you'll be able to get some golf in prime time. But the American Express, a good field out there as well. On the European Tour in Dubai, very good field there as well. So we're going to have sound coming in from all different parts of the world as the days progress. Certainly here at the LPGA event in Orlando, it's, there's going to be a lot going on there too because you've got the Tournament of Champions, but the Tournament of Champions is augmented by the celebrities. First of all, let's take a look at what's going on on the PGA Tour at the American Express and look at some of the notables that are in the field at that event. And you can see with our graphic that we'll be throwing up on the screen, some of the big names in it, John Rahm, who announced, he's on there, but he announced that he pulled out. We don't know why he pulled out. We're waiting at this hour for information on it, but he was entered in the field. There you can see Brooks, Reed, Cantlay, Mickelson, Johnson, English, Walker, that's Zach Johnson, Rogers, Matt Wolf, Woodland, Brandon Steele, Steve Stricker, Kevin Na, Francesco Molinari, and uh, Doc Redman are just amongst those who are in the field. And Dom, I thought it was interesting that when the announcement came out overnight that John Rahm has withdrawn from the tournament, uh, whether whatever source I'm checking, I checked Golf Digest, I checked uh, our, our Golf Channel website. Uh, is there anything from the, t- I haven't seen any official releases at all at what's going on with John, just to make sure he's okay. Does, it didn't say anything about COVID. Correct. Uh, I also have, through all the sources that I've uh, been in touch with and checked on, there's not been a reason released. There's been some speculation online of a couple different possibilities, but really we don't know what it is uh, right now. Hopefully okay. it's nothing serious. Hopefully it's, you know, something silly, but we don't know. Well, I mean, it's 8.02 a.m. Eastern time on a Tuesday morning. So hopefully as the news cycle continue to kick in and the hours uh, go by, we'll know more about what's going on with John Rahm. I just hope he's okay. Uh, Out in Dubai, let's take a look at some of the notables in that field. As I mentioned, there are some really big-name stars playing golf this week. There you can see it. Justin Thomas is in the field. Rory McIlroy. Terrell Hatton. Matt Fitzpatrick. Tommy Ladd. Fleetwood is in the field. Shane Lowry. Graham McDool. Padre Harrington, the captain of the European Ryder Cup team. So it's interesting on both ends, we have the uh, American captain and the European captain both playing golf on their respective tours. Justin Rose, uh, Lee Westwood, who last year was the player of the year on the European tour at 47 years old. Poulter, Wallace, McIntyre is playing. Stenson, uh, we'll see what kind of form that uh, Henrik Stenson has because we didn't see a lot of him over the last year or so. Martin Keimer, Danny Willett all in the field out in Dubai. Now, as we talked about what was going on in Orlando, it's the Diamond Resorts event where they ha- they combine both the Tournament of Champions and a Celebrity Division, a completely unique event 
on the LPGA Tour, frankly, completely unique event in the world of golf with the way it's structured because of the fact that it's tournaments of champions and the celebs. But let's take a look at the LPGA players of note that you can find in Orlando this week. There you can see it. Marina Alex amongst those, NB Park, uh, Allie Ewing with it, with her married name, Mel Reed, uh, Georgia Hall, uh, Brooke Henderson, uh, Michelle Wee West, I thought was interesting, Dom, uh, that, that she was in the field, Lexi Thompson, Aria Jutanagarn, Mariah Jutanagarn, Daniel Kang, the Cordes sisters, Stacey Lewis, uh, Brittany is in there, Lydia Ko as well. So, and, and on the celebrity side, it's of interest because Annika Sorenstan is playing. And the word is that Annika is starting to geared up to play more. Kind of the, from what I understand, it's, it's the situation where her kids are getting older her kids obviously realize that she's a Hall of Famer, one of the greats of all time, but they never really saw her compete, at least not at her prime, and she wants to go back out there again and play a little bit. And the spark for it has been at least partially because of the, the COVID shutdown and playing golf with her family back at Lake Nona that has got her kind of saying, hey, I'd like to play and compete again. Here's some of the celebrity notables in the field uh, and Dom, did you guys update this from yesterday or was this the list that we went over yesterday? Because I got to tell you, it's very impressive. Uh, yes, this is the list uh, from yesterday, Matt. But while you're talking, why don't you tell some folks about what you see on that list in front of you? And I'm going to get it open. There's there's some other celebrities I can give you yeah. that are not on that list because it's such a huge group of celebrities. Absolutely. Uh, you, you could see at the top of it. And for those of you that are, that are watching this on the TV side, when you see me look askew, it's because that's where my monitor is with the list. So I'm looking at the same thing that you guys are. Uh, Ray Allen and Marcus Allen in the field. Josh Beckett, Vince Carter, uh, Joe Carter, Roger Clemens, uh, Annika that we were just talking about, uh, Brian Erlacher, Kirk Cousins, Marty Fish, uh, Larry Fitzgerald, Tom Glavin, Grant Hill, uh, Toby Keith, Jeremy Roenick, John Smoltz. It's interesting when I look through that list and, and you look at active players, I see Larry Fitzgerald on there, but I also see a ton of Hall of Fame uh, uh, athletes from their respective sports. And you have the stars from other areas like you know, Toby Keith is in there. And I believe that he's part of a concert this week, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's a Saturday a part of Diamond Resort. So they've got, uh, I, I'm not sure because I know they have huge events every night this week with with how they, they completely blow everything out and have a lot of fun. Uh, but, Dom, what do you have on the rest of the list you wanted to note? Uh, sure, there's, I can, I mean, the list is massive, Matt. I could keep going and going. I mean, you, you mentioned a lot of the big names, but you also have people like uh, Kirk Cousins. You have Mark DeRosa, who's a retired uh, Major League Baseball player. You've got Josh Donaldson, another baseball player. I mean, I'm, I'm going through here. There's four pages of this. Um, you've got John Hart, a former executive, Aaron Hicks, another baseball player. Ben Higgins, this is one I don't know. Ben Higgins, TV personality, The Bachelor. Yeah, I, I looked him up means. yesterday. He's obviously famous. Someone knows Yeah, but I is. looked him up yesterday, I and I asked, I asked my wife about it, and he was, I think he, if I'm not mistaken, he was a Bachelor. You know they have like one season is a female, one season is a male that they're all trying to marry? And I believe he was the male one season. And if I'm wrong on that, I forgot what she told me, I'll be honest with you. If, so he's not if the I'll, host. He's like, he was like the no, actual No, he's not the host. He person. was either the male in one of the seasons that all the women wanted to marry, or he was the guy that married the woman in that role. Either way, he's, he's, oh, he's with another uh, person that was prominent in, in The Bachelor show. 
and he was a very popular uh, character, I guess. I don't know how else to call it. I guess they're all characters in that show, but that's well, who he is. I also got, you also got John Lester, World Series championship, uh, champion, Red Sox, Ryan Longwell, and a former NFL kicker. He's a very good golfer. Uh, Kevin, Millar, Kevin Millar. A lot of these names are very good golfers. I, I followed yes. Donaldson Mulder, out there one won, year. Yeah, hasn't he won that Century event like a million times? Mark Mulder, he's a very good golfer too. Well, he's won this event too. But I, I followed Donaldson one year out there because uh, it, was, it was part of my – it was like this high school project that, you know, you had to donate your time, and one of the options was to be a standard bearer at this event. And at the time the event was being played at a course called Keens Point up in a section of Orlando called Windermere and near, the, near where the boys went to school. And so when, when Donna brought the boys there to get their assignment and, you know, their, 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 their uh, standards and all the rest, they were short on people, so she jumped in too. So the three of them were in there. I was there working with, with what we were doing in Golf Channel, and so I would, I would go out and I would kind of follow each, each of the, the boys respectively. And I remember my oldest son got Roger Clemens and... My younger son at one point was with uh, Josh Donaldson, and I was, I was, so I was, one particular day, I was following them. He, no shock, he kills the ball, absolutely hits it a mile. So it's amazing how, because I was going through that, that notable graphic that we put up, and we were, we were featuring, you know, obviously huge stars. So a lot of them are Hall of Famers. And what Dom's going through now is you hear the deeper part of the list is there's a lot of athletes who are, because it's their offseason, are still active. They're still playing. So these guys are at the peak of their physical form. And if they love golf and they hit it like they do a baseball or any other respective sport that they're involved in, they probably hit it a long way. Go ahead, Dom. Uh, Yeah, there's plenty more. Uh, Mark Rippon, Super Bowl MVP. Sterling Sharp, another football player for the football fans out there. Uh, not on the list. Probably should have put him on that list. Larry the Cable Guy. Come on, everyone knows Larry the Cable Guy. He's there. Adam Thielen, another football player. You know who's also in the field? You've got to keep an eye on this. Is Josh Scobie. He's a former NFL kicker. Uh, he retired, I think, two years ago, maybe, la- maybe last year. He is very, very good. He is like a plus four. He famously challenged Tiger to a match. He's been playing in amateur qualifying events. We're going to see him play in real tournament golf not just this week, but I, in the future, we're going to see him big time. I think he's going to start chasing golf as a career at this point because he's still re- relatively young. Very interesting. Okay, so that's a look at what's going on with the celebrity side as well with the LPGA. So it's a huge week, as I keep telling you, in golf because of what's going on everywhere. In terms of how and where you can see this golf that is everywhere, let's talk about some of the air times and when you can find them. The Broadcast coverage of the American Express will start Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. You can find that coverage on Golf Channel. PGA Tour Live kicks off this week on the PGA Tour, and that coverage will start Thursday at 11.30 a.m. All of these times, and I'm giving you our Eastern Time. PGA Tour Radio, Thursday and Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday at 2 p.m. And if you notice the, the projected, the planned finish times, for all of these air times is at 7 p.m. Eastern time. So we even creep into the early part of prime time, if you please, because I think prime time starts around 7, if I'm not mistaken, uh, with uh, the PGA Tour. The the question is in terms of a field such as the size of what what it is and with the light 
in the winter will be what will determine how far they go. For example, if you got if you got someone that looks like they might shoot a 59 and you're pumping up against that 7 p.m. hour, they're going to stay with that individual and see how it goes. Let's take a look, uh, Andrew, as well at the weather uh, out at Lakita, just so we know if there is any chance of anything coming that way as well. You can see tomorrow a high of 66, Thursday 75, Friday 68, Saturday and Sunday cooler. But for most of the people that are watching us around the world or listening to us, they're looking at 63 degrees Fahrenheit and going, please. Uh, but you can see some showers possible on Saturday morning, uh, 35% there. Winds are really pretty benign throughout the, the course of the tournament. Now, for the European Tour, let's take a look at what's going on, air times of when you can get the first European Tour event of the year. Uh, for those of you that are watching us in North America or listening to us in North America, the broadcast coverage of the Abu Dhabi's event will be taking place Thursday from noon Eastern time. I think I was saying uh, midnight, I beg your pardon. I think I was saying Dubai, uh, Dom, and it's uh, Abu Dhabi. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Midnight until 3.30 a.m. Then they'll come back on the air again at 6 a.m. Again, these times are Eastern. Friday, you can find the coverage from 2 a.m. until 8 a.m. Saturday, from 3 a.m. until 8 a.m. Sunday, from 3 a.m. until 8 a.m. The broadcast windows. Uh, Abu Dhabi is, I believe, eight hours in front of the east coast of the USA, Dom. Correct? Does that sound right? I have to confirm that, but yeah, I think that's right. That's I'm about pretty right. sure that's that's what it is. All right, LPGA. Let's take a look at that schedule. That's going to be a schedule that is split between us on Golf Channel and NBC as follows. Uh, coverage starting at noon on Thursday, noon on Friday, Golf uh, Channel for both of those. Saturday is where the split happens, 1.30 on Golf Channel and 2.30 on NBC. Sunday, 2 p.m. on Golf Channel and 3 p.m. on NBC. It's actually NBC. nine hours. Uh, it's nine hours, Dom just told us, in Abu yeah. Dhabi, so we get confirmation we close, on that. That's a nice try. <laughs> uh, indeed. TourEdge.com. Log on to TourEdge.com whenever you get an opportunity, and you can start to check out and plan for what you want to do for your game. Now is the perfect time of year to do the same because you can get used to your new equipment by going to a place like the PGA Tour Superstore and make sure that you get custom fit. Play what is perfect for your game, and I know there are many places, particularly in Metro Chicago, where all of the Tour Edge product is built that have those big domes so you can practice your swing during the winter time. So when you go out with your new clubs, you can go out and beat up your buddies straight away. TourEdge.com, they carry with them a lifetime warranty. When we come back, we're going to take you back. I know it's a bucket list. I know it's something that you dream about. And now is the time that you need to allow yourself to do the same. And why not? As many people are shut in with the virus, there is this opportunity to dream about beautiful places. And that is exactly where we're going to take you. In fact, we're going to take you back to the home of golf, to Scotland, in some of the most inspiring golf courses any place in the world. Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana on Golf Week's Best You Can Play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's Best You Can Play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. 
TheGolfTravelGroup.com is a luxury golf tour operator that specializes in custom travel itineraries to Scotland, Ireland, England, Wales, Iceland, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, and more. Guaranteed advanced tee times, incredible accommodations, airport meet and greet services, private guided tours, and private drivers, all in luxury vehicles. And they have a staff that's been doing it forever. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. The best golf experiences are the unique ones that combine breathtaking beauty, inspiring designs, and refined luxuries. Streamsong Resort, conveniently located in Central Florida, is unlike any golf experience you've ever had. Award-winning courses by Corin Crenshaw, Tom Doak, and Gil Hans will challenge and amaze in a dunescape you'll swear cannot exist in Florida. Awaken your senses then at their opulent spa or enjoy world-class bass fishing, archery, or clay shooting. The options are endless and you can cap it all off with luscious and distinctive culinary choices to delight any palate. Visit StreamsongResort.com today to plan your golf trip that's everything that you would want and nothing like you've ever experienced. I'm Tiger Woods, and I chose Bridgetone. I wanted to be with a company that I knew, and then on top of that, I made superior products, so I did. I came back and I started playing with the Bridgetone Tour BXS, and it's allowed me to maintain the spin and the feel I like around the greens, especially my short irons, but also have that penetrating flight through the wind. The aerodynamics have been phenomenal. I know the quality that Bridgetone has, R&D that's available to them, and what they were able to create that helped me win golf tournaments. Even though we're in Texas, we don't believe that bigger is always better. At Ben Hogan Golf, we believe in something called micromanufacturing, a concept Mr. Hogan taught us long ago. It's a belief that handcrafting golf clubs one at a time to your exacting specifications is the reason we make some of the best quality and best performing equipment in the world. And we don't believe in big prices. That's why we only sell directly to you at BenHoganGolf.com. Let me ask you a question. Are you in pain on the golf course? You know, pain management is a crisis in America. It affects over 100 million people and 35% of golfers, but now we can do something about it. BioFit 360 is a new company here to help us manage and alleviate that pain naturally. They've developed a formula that safely extracts CBD from the hemp plant and utilizes all of its healing properties to help us. They have a relief cream, they have gummies, they have sleep aids, and much more. It will change the way you feel on the golf course and in life. All you need to do is head to BioFit360.com. Feel better, do better, be better. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life on this Tuesday. Hope you guys are doing well. It's the 19th of January, 2021. So, a couple months ago, I received this book, Scotland Home of Golf by Ian Lowe. And, and it, it's, it's credited Christopher Lowe as well because it's, it's containing within a beautiful photography of, of 14 iconic golf courses in Scotland, Lynx courses. Thus, and, and Chris, Christopher is Ian's son. And, and this is one of these books where, you know, they, I know they, they, they use the terminology coffee table books, but really to me, this is a book of dreams, you know, where, where you're sitting back and you're looking at incredibly beautiful and inspiring photography of these great Lynx golf courses that maybe you've been to or maybe you want to go to, and I, and I love books like this because I think that they inspire one to make such a trip. Uh, these 
Lynx golf courses, you know, when you look at it historically, Lynx, because it's a strip of land that one time was covered with the sea. It's, it's, it connects the sea to the more fertile land that uh, likely back in the day was used for farming or otherwise. And aside from grazing, at some point, at some time, some ingenious herdsman said, you know, I can hit a rock, uh, then a ball with a stick of various sorts and to the objective of a hole that perhaps was even a rabbit hole at the time. And now they are these beautiful dunescapes that roll with up and down and over and around all that surrounds it, including those pot bunkers. Uh, I'm, I, again, I'm looking at the cover of the book and I'm looking at the old gray tune at St. Andrews. And it, when Dom asked me if I had received Ian's book, and said, I did. And he said, are you interested in having Ian on the show? And I said, I am uh, because of this photography that is just so spectacular and inspiring. Uh, and, it, and it seems like the same is, is something that's perfectly apropos with where we are, where the world is right now for a whole variety of different reasons. 600 years of history captured within this book. So uh, Ian is a long time uh, was a member of the RAF, uh, and when he left it, he decided to go into business where uh, eventually settling into golf course photography. His son eventually joined him in the same and producing books of which uh, his, his PR material tells us he now has nine out for public consumption, uh, but they do fantastic work, including not only photography, but also the drone work of these beautiful golf courses that uh, are on offer as well. So we are delighted to have Ian joining us from home in St. Andrews on this Tuesday morning. Ian, thank you very much for joining us. Fabulous work, really a brilliant book. Thank you so much, Matt. That's very kind of you. So, Ian, my first question to you is you, you put together a book of, of the, just this level of immense beauty. Why, though? Why did you write it? Why, why was now the time? Uh, the evolution of uh, golf. Uh, going back so many centuries um, is something that you know needs to be looked at all the time. We've done books, Chris and I, and David in particular, uh, have done books uh, for the past 21 years um, covering the history in detail and the golf courses. But the home of golf, Scotland as the home of golf, has never, ever stood still. It has always moved forward. It has always evolved. And the evolution of the golf courses is in part caused by the uh, skills and pressure that the professional golfers place on those golf courses. So they have to expand. New bunkers have to go in. In fact, I find it very interesting that, you know, uh, length distance now is so highly talked about. But exactly the same thing was uh, applicable back in 1870 when young Tom Morris uh, achieved a three on the 570-yard opening hole at Presswick. Uh, when he won the Open Championship. So this book came out really as, um, as, a, a, as a, a, almost a, a look back on where we've come from and now where we've gone to with four new courses uh, in the book. Um, and uh, although COVID was, uh, would, you would think it was a, a restriction on producing the book, in point of fact, it was in part the, the drive behind doing it, the need to 
um, remind people of where they've been, remind people that if they are thinking of coming to play Lynx Golf, you know, hold with it because the courses really are worth the journey. Uh, you called it a look back, uh, Ian, but to my way of thinking, uh, romantically in fairness, is that it also seems like a love story as well. The, the way that you feature these beautiful golf courses, uh, the writing, uh, there's, there's a great deal of writing from, uh, he spoke about David, his name is David Joy, who uh, is another that lives in St. Andrews. In fact, uh, he is a performer himself of uh, Old Tom. Uh, you may have seen him in various forms uh, over the years, uh, but obviously a great writer as well. So there clearly is that element of a love affair between these strips of land and the nuances of the same that regardless of time and place, it takes us back both and forward. Uh, it, clearly, that, was, that had to have been a large part of your motivation. Yeah, it really is. I mean, David often refers to uh, our relation together, relationship together um, as kindred spirits, you know, mm -hmm. absolute passionate lovers of the game. I mean, so in awe of the golf courses that they, you know, that what they give back to us when we get the light right is we are able to show the golf courses that the golfer plays, but he may not see. Um, and with the advent of drone photography, we were able to go and um, visit the golf courses when the lights and the conditions were right for us to photograph. Whereas in the past, we've had to rely on a helicopter that may not have been able to get in the day we need it or the time we need it or three hours too late. So drone photography has changed all of that. And that was one of the other reasons for bringing the book out now. Uh, Chris and I have been working on um, updating our library for the last six years, and um, when we got into lockdown, I thought perhaps you know we could do a new book, and, and went through it all. There were gaps, there was a lot of work to do, but I was also very aware that if you're going to do a book about such famous golf courses with such a deep history, then the photography and the illustrations and the text has really got to do justice to it. So um, we didn't sign off to, to actually going into production with the book until we pretty much got everything there and we were totally happy with what we got. Scotland, Home of Golf is the name of Ian's book. You can find it at scottishgolflibrary.com, scottishgolflibrary.com to pick up a copy of Scotland, Home of Could Golf. Uh, you know, Ian, I've always thought that there's something mystical about Lynx golf courses, that, that you can draw an energy from the ground, and, and in some ways they whisper to us uh, in, in whatever message I think an individual needs to hear at that point in time, whether it's a strategic one of what lies before them or very much about the companionship and the uniqueness of the journey. When you put together a book of these 14 exquisite Lynx golf courses, what is the tie that binds? Do you know, I've seen many things on the golf course and I think uh, nothing, you know, you're out early in the morning or late at night and I think nothing um, can better describe the draw of these courses when you see lifelong best friends have made their bucket list trip here. Um, fathers and sons, whole families um, have come here to walk the same footsteps as their heroes from uh, bygone years. Uh, 
and they get, I mean, it sound, may sound arrogant, but I think they get more from that trip uh, than they would day to day on their, on their golf course because it's the excitement of going on holiday, going to somewhere that you've researched. You've probably read about it for, for weeks, if not months, before you get there. Uh, and it is just, it's an amazing thing to see the family and the friendship response uh, that I think uh, links golf, well, golf in general uh, can, uh, can produce. There's, there's uh, can, I, can, I, can I just, just point about just one thing there, uh, Matt? Yeah. The, the book actually for American uh, listeners and viewers, the, the book is available through Amazon.com. Okay. It, it, just searching for the book under title because if they go to my website, Scottish Golf Library, um, they can order it, but uh, the shipping fees are just uh, outrageous. Yeah, that makes sense too. Pre- I appreciate you noting that too. It's Amazon.com to pick up Scotland home of golf, uh, Ian's uh, book that we're discussing at this time. Now, Ian, I, I have to, you're, you're obviously at home in St. Andrews, I take it now, and behind you, is that the actual drone that you have set up on display? Uh, that's one of them. We, we actually, we've got five drones. Uh, Chris and I are licensed through the Civil Aviation Authority uh, to, to uh, work commercially. Chris... <laughs> Chris is by far the better pilot. That, that drone footage you just shown, um, which is of King's Barnes, uh, that, that was his work. He has a deft touch with a drone that I just, I can't get anywhere near. Um, so that's one of them. That's, that's what I like to call the heavy lift. It carries the biggest camera that we can produce. You know, in the background are some of the big pictures we do up to 50, 60, 70 inches wide. Um, so that, that's a stills uh, drone more than anything else. But we've got uh, two other smaller drones that we use for video as well. Uh, let, me, let me take you back in time for a second here, Ian, just so we understand a little bit more about your path. You were, you were with the, the RAF for a long time, and thank you, by the way, for your service. Sure. When you think back to when you completed your service to now, could uh-huh. you have imagined the path that you discovered and the fact that you have created a job of going to beautiful places and, and working with your son and, and producing these, these types of books, but producing the photography that you do and the, and the course guides and the yardage books and all the things that you guys do at, at scottishgolflibrary.com. The book, again, Scotland Home of Golf is available on amazon.com. Ian has uh, noted and corrected. But could you have imagined that you would gone from where you were then to where you are now? No, not in my wildest dreams. Uh, you know, sometimes fate throws you in a certain direction. Uh, opportunities uh, are given to you. Um, you know, like King's Barnes, I photographed that uh, for the first developer back in 1995. Um, and then the current wow. owners brought me in, in 1997 to photograph the construction and the course as it is today. You know, I've, I've had an awful lot of help from a lot of people. Um, but I could never have imagined, you know, when I left the Air Force, my wife and I bought a guest house in St. Andrews. Um, and I thought I'd do a bit of wedding photography, but that just didn't really cut it for me. Uh, so being at the home of golf in St. Andrews, you know, I would go on the old course and take pictures. And I approached Sleeping Bear Press uh, up in uh, Ann Arbor in Michigan. And we brought our first book out with them in 1999. So, no, I could not have imagined this. It's a privilege in, on every level. Uh, the, you know, the welcome and, that we get from the golf courses. 
uh, from all of the staff everywhere. It's an absolute privilege to be able to go out to these golf courses and take these photographs. And I'll say there's many great golf course photographers in America as well, and they will all say the same thing. We're very, very lucky to work in this environment. Well, we are lucky as well because we're the beneficiary of the, the love that you and your son Chris and, and David Joy's writing have poured into this book, Scotland, Home of Golf, uh, scottishgolflibrary.com if you're looking for the full breadth and width of what Ian is involved in with Christopher and Amazon.com is where you can pick up a copy if you're, if you're listening or watching us in particularly North America. Scotland Home of Golf is the name of the book. And uh, congratulations. It, it's an absolutely gorgeous piece. It, I, I can't, you know, right now you think about it in terms of I can't think of a better gift to give someone that loves golf. But even if it's not a gift, if it's something that you want because you want it and you're, you're probably at least partially or wholly restricted in some way because of what's going on with COVID, your mind mm-hmm. and your heart and, and your, your inspiration can take flight because of what you and Christopher have put together. So congratulations. It's, it's an absolutely beautiful piece. Thank you so much, Matt. I really appreciate it. And, and thank you for having me on the show. I've been watching your show for a while now, and it's an absolute, well, it's so entertaining, informative. Uh, it's just compelling viewing. So I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And we appreciate your time as well, my friend. I hope we are able to bump into each other sometime uh, back at St. Yeah. Andrews or on the road. Yes, definitely. Thank you, Matty. Cheers. Absolute pleasure. Okay, folks, uh, BioFit 360, be better, do better, feel better. You can do it all at BioFit360.com because they have, with the consultation over 1,000 medical professionals, they have worked out how to safely extract a CBD oil from the hemp plant so that whatever vexes you, whether you want to sleep better or whether you just want to deal with the pain that is consistently there, use this. BioFit360.com is your portal to a better life, and a better life in our parochial world could mean better golf as well. More of the Fairways of Life show coming up after these words. If I told you legends like Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross have designed and inspired more than 10 breathtaking courses and they're all in one place, would you believe me? Where is this special place? How far do I have to travel for this golfing nirvana? The answer could both surprise and delight you. It's right around the corner in the heartland of the country. It's Boyne Golf in Northern Michigan. It's a destination so special, so unique, that you'll think you're playing golf on a work of art along the cliffs of the Monterey Peninsula or the raw sweeping landscapes of Scotland. From elite instruction with the Boyne Golf Academy, tournaments and so much more, Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled golf vacation experience. Log on to boyngolf.com and see why they're at the heart of America's summer golf capital. It's likely that the world's greatest Lynx golf courses will be the reason you will want to plan a trip to Ireland. And with over 400 courses to choose from, you're sure to find whatever you seek. But Ireland is about even more than great golf. In this ancient land, the past works hand in hand with the present, from cultural sites to castle ruins. Stay in a country B&B or a luxury hotel and spa. Enjoy inspiring local culinary choices pint and music at a cosy pub but most of all enjoy the warmth and hospitality of the Irish people who will make you feel that you haven't travelled from home but have returned to it. Visit Ireland.com to get started. Come to where history meets luxury at the family friendly French Lick Springs Hotel where there is something for everyone 
from Kids Fest to shopping, bowling, golf, and other outdoor activities. Or at the West Baden Springs Hotel, you can wrap yourself in old world elegance, visit our luxurious spa, indulge in an afternoon tea, a historic tour, and multiple sophisticated dining options. Then, finish your day with a cozy carriage ride before turning in for sweet dreams. Only this isn't a dream. Visit FrenchLick.com to plan your vacation today. What's your bucket list destination? Where have you always wanted to go? What's the number one thing that holds people back from doing that? It's fear of logistics. I don't know where to stay. I don't know how to get tea times. I don't know where to go. I don't know who should take me there. Well, I'll tell you who knows the answer to all those questions. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. That's why the Fairways of Life show has aligned ourselves with these experts. And is there some place you want to go, like the Open or a President's Cup or a Ryder Cup? They can take care of that as well. What is your golf bucket list? Where do you want to go? Do it with TheGolfTravelGroup.com. It screams. It tracks. It's soft. It reacts. It is the all-new Tour B with a game-changing reactive cover designed to spring faster off your driver and stick longer to your wedges. Try the new Tour B. The Tour Ball. Reinvented. Let's face it, there's no better feeling than getting new golf gear. And where you get your golf gear matters. PJ Tour Superstore is America's number one golf retailer. Whatever you're looking for, they have it. And you can get custom fit. You can shop online or safely in their stores. At the PJ Tour Superstore, you'll always find golf's biggest brands and all the latest equipment right at your fingertips. If you need it or want it, they've got it. Log on to PGATourSuperstore.com to upgrade your game today. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show this Tuesday. That was fun. It was really cool to get a chance to speak to Ian. I think, I wonder if, you know, interviews with people like that kind of, for me personally, connect so much because you're, you're talking with someone that has an absolutely dream job. If you, if you could think about what your dream job would be, a golf course photographer, I, I mean... You go to the best golf courses in the world and your job is to make them look beautiful for people like us to enjoy in whatever medium we enjoy them. It's, it is incredible. Uh, press conferences coming up today at the American Express include Matthew Wolf, Tony Finau, and Brooks Kepka. So we'll have that for tomorrow. Uh, Wednesday, Andrew Landry is going to be talking about uh, his success at the American Express, as well as Phil Mickelson will be speaking. So we've got a lot coming up. As, as far as the LPGA goes today, uh, Daniel Kang, Brittany Lincecum, uh, Madeline Sagstrom, and Brooke Henderson are all scheduled to speak tomorrow. Sophia Popoff and Gabby Lopez are amongst those that hey, will Maddie. be addressing media. Yeah, Dom. Okay, I want to play. I have, I have an idea after we had this uh, discussion with Ian here. I kind of want to play a game with you. But before we do that, I just want to say on the record, because our show uh, on the television side, if you're watching, is available so many different ways. It's on YouTube Live. It's on Facebook Live. It's, it's on Twitter. It's on Twitch. It's on our app. It's all over the place. And so you get comments coming in from everywhere. And, and we see some of them. We don't see all of them. We do our best. There's a lot going on. Um, but there is a lot of people right now commenting, basically saying, okay, I need to go to Scotland, like, right now. This needs to happen, like, now. And also, we've had several people say, 
uh, can you guys figure out a way to get me to Scotland? They want us. They want us to take them to Scotland now. Well, I'll do. So I'll, I'd like I to go on the record do. and just say, we should have a listeners trip, and you we, need we me. Now that we're on TV, you need me on that trip. Well, we will. So you're you're half you right. On the trip. We're half right. <laughs> we're we're going to do a trip to Scotland next year because in 22, the Open is returning to the old course, and. As we've done, have we done it for the last two Opens? At, I can't remember, to tell you the truth. Uh, but we are going to bring people back to the old course to play the old course. Let that sink in for a second just before the Open takes place. So when we play the old course, it's fully dressed out for the world's oldest major. Think about that for a second. Just let that settle into your mind. So when you're coming up 18, the grandstands are all there. The signage is all in place you're playing on the same stage that the greatest in the world will be contending for one of the most important majors of all time. And the reason why I phrase it that way is that winning an Open at St. Andrews is different. It just means more to the players than anything else. From from Jack Nicklaus to Tiger Woods, they spoke about the significance of doing the same. So we are going. I will tell you this, though. The last time we did a trip to Scotland, I, I started as in the north. And so we did Brora and we did Royal Dornoch and, you know, swung down into St. Andrews from that direction. The, the trip sold out, I think, in an hour or two. And, and the reason why we could make that trip as large as we wanted to, we don't like to because we want to make sure that, that the trips are small enough that, that we have time to spend with everybody. But the, the other complication, if you want to call it that, it's a restriction nonetheless, is by the St. Andrews Lynx Trust. The maximum that they will allow us to put onto the old course is 24. In fact, on the last trip when we played Muirfield, their maximum was 12. So we split it between North Barrick and Muirfield. And I know people are listening to these names going, their heart's melting right now. Uh, We did 12 on, on North Barrick one day and then 12 on Muirfield. And then we switched them the, the next day so that everybody played both courses. But as far as the, the old course itself, it's 24. Now, I, I think I've mentioned this to you guys before. There's a secret way to get on to the old course. And uh, most people are familiar that you can get into a queue in the morning. And I've gone down there before at three, four o'clock in the morning and you, st- you stand in line. And a lot of times you've, you've, you maybe have heard the stories about uh, people coming, you know, straight from the pubs and just going and getting in line, and that's true. Uh, In in my case, the last time I was there, I I stood in line. I was probably 15 people back, I'm guessing, maybe 17 people back from the front of the line. I got to the front of the line, and, and, you know, you you give your, eventually you give, someone comes by and gets your name and so forth. So I got to the front of the line, and he said, Mr. Adams, he said, you you have a, a tea time. And at that time, Dom, our air time, for our morning show was 6 a.m., I believe. So 6 a.m. would have been 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 a.m. local and in, in St. Andrews. And the man said, you, you have a tea time? I was like, yes. My hope was that I would get out at like, you know, one of the first few groups and get out at 6 a.m. and you rip through it in three hours. I'm done at 9. I go on the air at 11 and everything's great. And he said, your, your tea time is 10.30. I was like, oh. And I said, I can't do it. 
and he said, what? I said, I, I, I can't do it. I have to go on the air at 11. And he looked at me and he said, well, Mr. Adams, you have a tea time on the old course. It's up to you if you choose to use it. That was how he resolved the conundrum that I had. Well, I didn't use it. And I remember going on the air. Now, in fairness, I, I, I have, I've been lucky enough to play the old course many times. So it wasn't like it was that kind of one and done opportunity, but it still was an opportunity nonetheless. And I didn't take it in deference to being on the air. And I remember coming on the air that day and telling our audience the story that I just told you and getting calls and messages about how stupid I was, which I don't deny. Of course. Yeah. You're an idiot, for sure. So anyway, we are going to do it. Uh, Graham Dawson from uh, St. Andrews uh, Gulf Travel that, that sets it all up for us is already texting me as we're on the air live. And he wrote, you're getting me excited about the 2022 trip, Matt, listening to your show right now from St. Andrews. Thank you for that my friend, and we're looking forward to working with you. So he's, he's already putting together all the, the bits and pieces that are necessary to, uh, to work out for, for the details of the same. So we will pass on the same to you guys. Uh, we try to do it with equity and we try to do it with fairness, but I do want everyone to know up front it's going to fill immediately. Uh, it happens with Ireland as well, and we're also going to go to Ireland. I mean, we had hoped that, in, in all full disclosure here, we had hoped that 2021 would be the year that we could get back on our regular schedule. And our normal trips with uh, listeners and viewers of the show number at least five a year. And through the first half of this year, we have already started adjusting because of the concerns about the COVID. And, and obviously we had all hoped that we'd get on top of all this a lot quicker than, than what's been possible. So fingers crossed that, uh, that, the vaccines and the health and, and all of that that goes along with it, far, far more complicated than, than I have any position to comment on, uh, allows us to do all the things that we want to. We will for sure uh, do stream song. Uh, we will for sure do a trip to French Lick that's going to blow you away because the details of that are coming together, but we're pushing it to uh, late summer. We will for sure. It's my plan to do northern Michigan. Uh, so we go back up to Boyne. Uh, we, we are planning in November to go to um, New Zealand. Uh, and so you could, uh, people that are doing the math are like, well, that's four right there. But yeah, this was the year we were also hoping to catch up with a lot of what we missed in 2020. And now that's going to push into 22. So 22 is going to be a really busy year where we're going to probably have two trips uh, back to Ireland. One will be in the north and west through northandwestcoastlinks.com, John and Paul. Uh, one will be in the Southwest, which will be Swing Golf Ireland. Uh, Brendan uh, Keogh and his crew will put that together for us uh, for sure. Uh, uh, Graham, as I just mentioned, will will put together the trip along with uh, Mark uh, that will carry us through uh, Scotland. I, I don't, I'm not sure all of the points yet. My, my sense is with that trip is that I don't want us to do a lot of travel. I kind of want a basis in St. Andrews for this one. Uh, which, which I will get back to the secrets I was telling you about getting on the old course in a second. Um, and then we'll fill in with, with other trips that come along and that we want to do as, as part of what we do as we move along. I definitely want to, I won't do it in 22 because of the, the pack schedule I mentioned, but probably 23. I definitely want to go to some place like Cabo. I mean, I don't know how many of you guys, I've never been there. That's why I'm saying it. Uh, Dom, I don't know. Have you ever been to Cabo? Oh boy. Have you been there? That's going to cause some uh, some issues with the wife. She's going to be like, mm, 
you're going to Cabo? Well, looks like I'm taking a week off work and going to Cabo with you. Good. I hope that's right. <laughs> no, I no, mean, honey, it's know, for work. You can't. You can't come with me. I have to no, golf. No, no, no. <laughs> I actually, I, I want spouses to come along, male or female, that 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 perhaps don't golf. I I want them to to be there. We've been doing that more and more and more. Uh, so, I mean, in fact, the Boeing trip this year, uh, I, I think I'm going to call it a Fairways of Life family reunion, a chance for us to get together with all of our friends from all of the years that have gone on trips with us, and I hope they bring their spouses. Uh, the only reason why I'm not sure if that's going to be the exact theme is we try to do different themes with every trip is because uh, September is also, in 2021, the Ryder Cup, and so I'm debating of making that our Ryder Cup. You know, just flat out making it a really beautiful, full-fledged competition with team uniforms, and maybe we'll do team bags. Everything, you know, just make make everyone feel like uh, they would if they were if they were competing in in a Ryder Cup, a Ryder Cup of of that level. So, anyway, I, that's I some of the like things you, to think about. I feel like you're avoiding my game. I feel like I feel uh, no, like no, you've no, been rambling for a Before while, get... and you're like. Yeah, he can't. I'm not going to let him play a game with me. <laughs> there we got to go. Thanks for joining us. No, I, I, will, I will do it in a second. I just want to finish up with the, the St. Andrews thing because I hate to salt something out there. Like, I'll give you the secret to play the old course, and then I start blabbing away, and I forget to tell him we sign off the air. And somebody's sitting at home going, what the heck? It, 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 later in the day, on our last trip, for example, we had one member of our party who played the old course five times. I played it twice in that trip, one in our official round, and then Mark and Graham and uh, John McGinnis and me, we all went out again. And that was a really cool round because by the time we came around to the 18th hole, it was about 9 o'clock or 9.30 at night. And it was just starting to get dark, and everything was this, like, ethereal glow to it. Uh, the old gray town to p- come in and play the old was That was incredible. But You are pissing off the audience. <laughs> Here's the thing. If you Where's go the secret? To, tell me the secret. I'm going to kill you if you don't tell me the secret. You get messages from people. <laughs> if you go to the starter later in the day, go as a single. Even if you are with two people or three people or four people, sign up individually as a single. You will play the old course. Maybe you won't play it with your buddy. You might if, there, if there's a twosome. But otherwise, just tell the star, be honest with them, tell them exactly what you're doing. Hey, there's two of us, there's four of us, there's eight of us, blah, blah, blah. We want to play again. We'll, we'll go out as, they'll ask you, are you willing to play as a single? The answer is yes, do it. And you might get 36 in on the old course of St. Andrews. Think about what I'm telling you, because you're there. So when you're there, when you're in town, that's the secret to how you can play the old course almost as much as you want to. I'll be honest with you. As I mentioned, I, we, we were only in St. Andrews for five days, and for five days, one of our uh, members of our, our party played it five times. Unbelievable, isn't it? And exciting at that. So anyway, there's, there's that. All right, Tom, what do you got? What, what game are, are you cooking up here? First of all, now that we're on, like, on the TV side, for yeah. those watching on the TV side, I don't typically, I'm not a mirror guy, so I don't, I don't, like, I don't ever really pay attention to the mirror. I don't look in the mirror. And now that I'm like constantly seeing myself, I gotta say I'm disappointed. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I don't I don't dress well and I slouch and I'm way balder than I thought. It's a bit of an aside. That has nothing to do with the game, by the way. <laughs> Thank you, Dom, for sharing. Just that with generally us. disappointing overall. <laughs> okay, Andrew, here's what I want to you know, do. Dom, Andrew, every, go to the bottom there. 
you do remind I want, me well, of that. Go ahead. You do, Let's hear you your stupid story. What else? You got another secret you're not going to share? Go ahead. No, I just, you remind me of that commercial that makes me laugh every time I see it where the, the couple's on there and they're like, we love our new house, but we have a problem with ants. And of, <laughs> right? And she's in the hallway. Yeah, the lady's like, like, expired. Expired. Yeah, I love that one. But I like when she's in the doorway and she's like, you're slouching again. Just love it. You're slouching again. The yeah, I definitely like, feel like... I see myself in the camera. I'm like looking over there. I'm like, man, I got to like sit up. This is terrible. All I'm right. Like, so I'm, go ahead. What's your game? No dude? Good. All right. So go to the bottom there, Andrew, so I can see. All right. Here's what I'm going to do. So in advance of that fantastic interview we just did with Ian Lowe, Scott, Scotland, home of golf, go to Amazon, get the book. Incredible. I'm glad um, he told us it was available on Amazon. That, was, that wasn't on my sheet, but that would have been a huge piece of information. <clears> just a uh, side note there. It was in your rundown. Where? in the rundown. Like always. Always. Always is. You Everything you have a question man. about is in the rundown, which you don't read, by the way. All oh, right. I, so I love he gave us a bunch. Of <laughs> I don't see it. There's literally a big link. For those of you who don't know, Matt has an email right in front of his face right now with a huge, long, oh, yeah, blue link that Amazon. says, Amazon. here's his book on Amazon. <laughs> I just found it. Oh, there it is. How about that? Would have been helpful to have that information a little just earlier. Just in time for the interview. <laughs> so, so in advance of the interview, um, Ian uh, sent me some photographs, some of his photographs, phenomenal pictures. Uh, and I want to put some of them up, unlabeled. And I want to see if Matt and all of his links brilliance can even tell what these places are. Oh, can you, right. Will you do that? Right. Are you willing? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, don't, don't, make it, don't make it too long. We don't want to... All off. right, fine. Go to uh, go to sixty-eight. I'll start easy. Let's go sixty-eight. You know, Steve Jones is in the field this week. Uh, yeah, the old guy too. Steve Jones is in the field this week at the American Express, which I thought was interesting. Uh, that doesn't now, surprise me. The field is one hundred and fifty-six people. All uh, right, who hold is on this? that photo is- just for a second. I know here I so it's too quickly, and I'm, I'm going to be talking about it. <laughs> As you can see, I believe that this photo was taken from the rooftop or from the restaurant of the old course hotel, but I could be dead wrong because it, because it looks higher. That could be one of their drones and probably is. Uh, but if you look in the center top of that photograph, you can see right on the edge of the sea, that's one of the spires that's left at the cathedral or the, the, the cemetery in St. Andrews. And that's where old Tom... Uh, Alan Robertson, Young Tom, they're all buried in, in, that, in that yard. And y- you can also see the, the remnants of what was left of what was once a huge Catholic church, cathedral, that was torn down in the religious strife, uh, the Scottish religious strife. I always say when you look at a building of that scale in Scotland and you look at it and you say, what the heck could have brought this down? What rage, what war could have done this, and it was, it was the war within. That cathedral was ripped down uh, by the Scots themselves, uh, block by block, stone by stone. And, it's, and it's, it's quite a compelling history when you, when you look at it. Now, as you see the RNA building, right, and you can see St. Andrew's Hall to its right, in the middle there, that open space that you can see is aligned with a road that has the martyr's uh, statue on it, and it runs right up that coastline. Well, that ro- the start of that road, you look to the left of the photograph on your, on your screen, folks, if you're watching this TV, and you're going to see that's the British Golf Museum. And behind the British Golf Museum is a hill that's kind of scalloped out. 
and that's where they used to practice archery. And when golf was forbidden by the king, uh, 1457, if memory serves me, it was because the soldiers were spending too much time playing golf and playing football, soccer, and so the king outlawed it. So they would they would spend their time, their idle hours, uh, focusing on what they should in his mind, which was protecting Scotland from the the ravages of those uh, in the south, uh, the English coming up and invading them. And then as you continue up that road, it it becomes a sizable cliff. And what they used to do, which was a very practical application, was they used to use that cliff to figure out whether someone who was accused of witchcraft was, in fact, a witch. So they would tie their thumbs to their big toes and they would throw them off this cliff. And if they (laughs) emerged again from the turbulent waters, well, they clearly were a witch. And if they failed to emerge then, then their, their mortal record went, went unmarked by, by such accusation. So uh, ever the pragmatists, but that's also what took place on, on that particular. The, the history, one of my favorite things, Dom, you're talking about our trips back to Scotland and, and St. Andrews. One of my favorite things to do in St. Andrews is, especially the, the, the day or the evening before we play the old course, is to stroll the old gray tune and to take people through. Some, you, I, I could show you where... Old Tom Morris was born. Uh, it's now called the Open Shop, but it was Old Tom Morris's original shop. Uh, and when they were doing the renovation, they revealed some little nuances that people didn't realize that had been buried behind uh, the walls for over over the millennium or over the decades, as it were, or centuries, like fireplaces and cabinets and things like that that they've now exposed. There's there's uh, the the St Andrew's Castle with the tunnel. Uh, that that's goes right underneath the road is something that you have to go down into. It's eerie. Uh, if if you if you don't like confined spaces, it may not be the the best trip. But if you don't like confined spaces, you should check out the bottle dungeon, as well, which was literally shaped like a bottle. It's carved out of out of stone, but shaped like a bottle. Which means you know, when you think about being put in a dungeon and everyone has these heroic thoughts of oh I would escape their dungeon, you know, no you wouldn't. Not that one. They, they said that if, if the guards took pity on you, they tossed you down on your head so your neck would snap and you'd be done with it. Otherwise, you were, you were stuck in this hell. So anyway, it, we have a lot to go through when, when that happens. Sorry, Dom. That's, you know I'm that sorry. I'm subject to uh, do that. What was going on? What were we doing? I don't you remember. You were showing me photos, and I started <laughs> to wax. Okay, Andrew. I guess a new picture. Let's go 61. Uh, what? That is King's Box. Is that? And I believe that's what? the 15th hole at Kings Barnes. That's a par what? three. That's uh, Andrew's giving me a thumbs up on that one. That's a par three. Yeah, he knows. That, I'm saying what because it's outrageous that you would know something like that. Uh, like the well, course that, I play every day, I wouldn't know that. <laughs> that. The neat thing about that hole is that, as you can see, a, a little taste of it. Now, the tide is out at the time that Ian took this photograph. But when, when the sea is it, at its, its normal state, and in particular when the sea is, is put off, when the sea is angry, that hole looks like Atlantis. It, it is, looks like it's completely surrounded by just waves on every side. And, of course, you're trying to hit a shot and hold that green. So a lot of times people hit it to the left where, where it's safer in, in the approach, but it doesn't make it an easy up and down from there. All right, Andrew, give me 67. Give me 67. What do we have 67. here? 67. That one. Wow, that one is tough. Yeah. 
It is tough. It Move. looks like... <laughs> it looks like Royal Troon to me. Uh, it also has elements of... It's got a little bit... See, what's throwing me off is the background angle. It robs me of my reference points here, Dom. Uh, I'll give you two guesses. Yeah, go ahead. Two official guesses. Oh, two official guesses? I thought you were going to give me a hint. Okay. Um, no, I'm not giving you a hint. Oh, fine. I'll give you a hint. It's the 13th green of a course. Yeah, that doesn't help me. Um, I, I would say that the two, the two that are kind of whispering me in this one are Royal Aberdeen and Royal Troon. Those would be my two official guesses. Okay, you're incorrect. Nice try. Oh, Muirfield. There you go. Muirfield, 13th green. Yeah, that was that was a that tough one because it's a really tight shot. Most yeah, of them are wider. What it what it robbed me of is the is the is the visual reference behind it. But good, that was good. It's okay, give me um, give me sixty two, Andrew. Man, some of these these pictures are beautiful, Matt. It's unbelievable. Sixty two, you said. Um, wow, this is another tough one. Uh, because of the train track that's running alongside of it, I would guess that this is Royal Troon. Nope. Nice try, though. Andrew, go ahead and font it. So for, for those watching, on, for those listening right so is that now, not we're, a, we're putting I, some beautiful I can't tell on up. my screen here, Dom. Is that actually a train track, or, or is, that, is that a road? I think it's a road. Okay. That's, that, so, that runs along the sixth hole at Carnoustie. I'm pretty sure that's the, a road, not a, a train track. But it's tough to tell. Is that the sixth hole that you're showing stuff. me? Yes. Okay. Andrew said that is the six hole. So actually, I know exactly where it is right now. I wouldn't have guessed that. I I would have thought that that if it was Carnoustie, I would have guessed that that was the ninth, which comes after you turn the corner after that. But it's it's an inter- It shows you what Ian and his son Christopher are doing with this drone footage that they're showing as angles that I've never seen this before ever. But this is let's this just, was this was the hole where Hogan would play it up the left side. He would aim because that that what we're calling a road over there. Is, is really a field, uh, and, and you can see back in the day, I used to watch the cows graze and all the rest, but that's an out-of-bounds line, and Hogan would take it at the out-of-bounds, so he would have the best angle coming in in two at this par five, but you have to have the courage to do it because you can see those little, those little bunkers off up there on the right. There's plenty of room over there, although remember in 17, this is where Jordan Spieth got in so much trouble. He hit it right of right into a gorse bush in, that, in the darker green area, up there that year uh i was assigned to 18 2018 i was assigned to jordan and xander shoffley's group which was the group just behind tiger and francesco so i had a chance that i was watching tiger and francesco all year because you get in front of the group that you're with in order to call the action francesco's but playing that's awesome. this week, by the way we haven't seen yeah him francesco's playing uh all right let's just do two more uh, By the way, wanna, Graham Dawson from St. Andrews who's watching sent me a text a little too late. He tried to tip me off and say that photo was Muirfield. <laughs> right. 63. Look at these look at these photographs. These are just extraordinary. Man. Oh, wow. Oops. Where is that one? These are the last two, Matt. You want you want a you want a minor hint? Yeah. The third hole. I, I don't even know where. See these? I'm not used to these angles on here. Where is the third hole? Show me the green. 
Well, the green is, if you're watching on TV, it's the bottom left there. See the bottom left there with that little, like the little wooden wall that's up against the green. You see it? Yeah, I'm, I'm still going to say, uh, let me see if, if, that, if that's three, where is one? It still has hints of Troon to me. Royal Troon, what is it? Oh, Presswick. Prestwick. See, I couldn't, again, I couldn't, you, you fooled me, rightfully so, as I do horrible, I've gotten one of four, uh, because when you see Presswick in person, it looks like a boiling pot. When, when you see it on the ground, those, the, the drone footage that we're looking at here, which is incredible and beautiful, it makes it look like a moonscape, but it, it levels the height of the dunes that when you, Presswick is, is the most unique and quirky golf course you'll probably ever play. I think, memory serves me, it has 12 blind shots. Think about that for a second. Where you kind of aim at a stone or you, you aim where, where your caddy tells you to. And you're hitting over these these blind shots. Uh, so, yeah, beautiful. Awesome. All right, did you have one more? Are we done? Okay. Yes, one more time. Just last one, okay? Because I'm enjoying making you, like, I like that you're wrong. I'm enjoying this. Let's, let's stretch wrong. this. 64. <laughs> but I'm having, I'm having this fun is talking three about holes. these beautiful, what was there that? There are three holes in this shot. Three holes in that shot. That shot actually looks like One of the things, like can I just comment? I have never barns. been to Scotland, and I obviously never played any golf there either. And I just cannot get over the movement in the land of these shots. It's incredible. Well, it's let, me just ask you, let me just incredible. cut to the chase because, because I want to talk about that movement. Is that Kings Barnes? No, it is not. Go ahead, Andrew. What, what course is it? Royal Dornock. Beautiful. Royal Dornock. Now, that was one of, that was like a highlight course that we played with our group the last time we were up there. And I think Carney shot a 68. Graham is still sending me messages of all these different places with an exclamation point, which denotes his disappointment, rightfully so. I know that. I've been there. <laughs> and so I think Carney had a 68 at Royal Dornock, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that day. But it, it's a beautiful gem. Uh, could you, when we talk about land movement, uh, Andrew, are you able to pull up a shot of Kings Barnes, though? Because Kings Barnes go has to a the, very similar look to the Yeah, we have drone footage of that. Um, okay, well, this is the hole that you, that, that you quizzed me on to start. This is, this is that par three. You can see the tee box, and you can see that, that the ideal shot here is, is to play it out over the sea and bring it back to the green because there's not a lot of room to work We're showing it from drone left footage to right. of Kings Barnes for those and so, watching. And- what, yeah, for those on the radio side, we're, we're looking at drone footage. But if you look at that drone footage, which is robbing me of my reference here again to try to explain to you guys, you can see that the land, there it is. Now you can see it. See how it looks like massive steps? You see that, Dom? If you go all the way up to the left in that photo, and it's actually a still image of, of the drone footage, but all the way up to the left, that's where the road is, and that's the street you would take down over that hill to St. Andrews. It's about 20 minutes away. But as you can see those huge steps, when they were building, the, this is one of the newer courses, when they were building Kings Barns, they obviously had the break for the Scottish winter. And so it was around November, and they just stopped. They, they said, we'll come back when the, when the weather is, is better. Well, what happened was in the ensuing time, Mother Nature did her thing. She took her brush and she swept this land with her rage. 
And through that fury came out, they came back and they said, we're not going to change a thing. We're going to leave this shaping the way mother nature shaped it. So dirt that they moved here and things that they moved there that got swept and moved. Hold on one second, Andrew. Can you go back to what you just had there? Uh, that, that, that shot. Hold on that for one second. So they left it as it was and, and finished, finished off the green complexes and so forth. Now, this photo that you're looking at here, folks, on the, on the TV side, we could do this with every course that we've talked about here today. That's the 18th green complex. And there's a bridge in the lower left. Can you see it? Well, when they went in to do construction on this property, this was the site of an ancient golf course. However, like much of, of Scotland and Ireland and, and the UK, the history of this land goes back much deeper than even that. And so the land had become covered, such as is the case when they're along the sea and dunes, with deep, soot, deep sand. And so they were digging on this 18th hole, getting ready to, to shape it in accordance with the architect's plans. And the backhoe just went, dink, it hit hard against something. And they said, what the heck was that? So as they dug and as they uncovered, they revealed that bridge. Now, you can only see one side of it. They, they, they repaired it. They finished it. They pointed it again. And it is now the access point to this green. There are varying accounts of the age of that bridge, some carrying it all the way back to the Roman era. But it's very interesting when you come up this 18th hole that to make note of that because you wouldn't know of the ancient history that sits inherent right there on that 18th green complexes. And there you can see as Andrew pulls back a little better view of, of just how incredible that bridge is and that property is. So that's just one piece. And then above this land on that road that I was telling you about, Dom, uh, there's a, a, a distillery up there, St. Andrew's Distillery, that's relatively new as well. I knew and, we wouldn't get off the air without a mention of a distillery. <laughs> yeah, well, it's Scotland. Also, there's a distillery. And, and it's, they, they <laughs> make some fantastic whiskey up there on, with the name of uh, St. Andrews oh, as well. Oh, how about so, that? Anyway, it was fun, a fun game. It did, I did horrible at it, but uh, it, it wasn't without uh, the passion. I, well, I'll tell you, for those who haven't been to Scotland like myself, that game makes me very jealous and borderline angry. And now I'm just, like, irritated that it's not 2022 yet and we can't go to Scotland and, and walk around on those properties, which are just, and you know, there's even more. We, I mean, there's plenty of pictures he has that he didn't send. I mean, there's just an endless supply. Well, we'll we play the game again. I, my favorite part about it is talking about the places. It's definitely hard with some of his perspectives to be able to pick up the nuances of the holes. I, I would, in, if we played it again, my one request would be to shoot the golf courses mostly from ground level, so we can see them the way a golfer would see them, because that's the, that's the image that you're going to correct, you're going to connect, unless, I don't know when you'd be up that high, uh, and some of the other images, I'm not sure when you'd be, you know, buried down in a bunker, but perhaps I, sh- I shouldn't be so surprised by that prospect, should I, uh, when you're talking about Lynx golf courses in Scotland. So anyway, this is the book that we were talking about, it's called Scotland, Home of Golf, uh, and, and it's by both Ian and Christopher Lowe, and you can get it uh, reportedly, rumored has it, that you can pick it up for sure on Amazon.com. Uh, and it's absolutely beautiful, and all the photos we're showing you are inside of this book. They did a, a wonderful job, and it's a great diversion uh, for those of you that love the game of golf, and, and we'll continue to keep you updated on our trip to Scotland. That will be coming up in 22 
when it happens. So super excited about everything that's going on in the world of golf. I know, Dom, you've got some big guests still scheduled before we wrap up this week. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We'll have a World Golf Hall of Famer is joining us coming up this week. Which awesome. is very nice. Fantastic. And we have lots of golf to report on. We'll carry on with the stories that have been already starting to emerge today, as well as getting sound from golf that is taking place all over the world. Until then, be well. Thank you for your company. Be safe. And we'll see you again tomorrow. Bye for now.